Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 16. And I want to back up a couple verses we looked at yesterday as Jesus responded to his disciples. And remember, he had just uh, reproached, that's the way that Mark puts it in the ES, I think this New American Standard, uh, that he reproached them for their unbelief and their hardness of heart because they hadn't believed the testimonies that had been brought to them. They didn't believe the women when the women came and said, we saw Jesus alive. They didn't believe Mary Magdalene. They didn't believe uh, the two that had gone to Emmaus and turned around and come back and said, we saw Jesus. They didn't believe him. Jesus appears to the disciples, and he reproaches them for that, for two things, unbelief and hardness of heart. And then he immediately says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. In other words, he, he chews them out right here, and he says, now, get with it, guys. Get with it. Come on. Go into all the world. He's empowering them, and they're going to receive even more power. Now they, they're receiving the, uh, the commandment, right, to do it. And then just a few more days, they'll receive power from on high. And so he tells them to go, preach the gospel in all the world. And he says, he who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved. But if you don't believe, you shall be condemned. And there's all sorts of debate over baptism. We got into that in the previous episode a little bit. And here's what it boils down to with me. I know some people who I believe are good, God-fearing people. Okay, they're good, God-fearing people. They believe, and I think they have believed in the salvation, but they have not been baptized since that time of belief. They're resting upon a baptism that was done to them uh, when they were but infants, that type of thing, okay? And so I believe they're still saved according to the Word of God. Do they need to be baptized? And I've been asked that, point blank. And I look at them, I say, I believe you need to take it before the Most High God. I believe the Word says that you need to believe and be baptized. Baptism subsequent to belief. You believe, you understand what it is. And I said, but here's the thing. You know, I'm not the one that's going to dictate and condemn you for that. You take it before the Lord, and the Lord will reveal it to you. Now, one of the major reasons for this is because it's what the Scripture says. I think the Scripture is pretty clear about that, okay, about the uh, sequencing of events. But that baptism, particularly when you're baptized to the pattern that you see in Scripture, okay, it is a declaration, folks. It's a declaration of belief, yes, okay? Again, do you have to be baptized to, quote, be saved, unquote? No, you're saved by believing, by believing, not by any work or any deed that you do. But if you come along and you say you believe and yet you refuse to be baptized, and you're sort of belligerent and adamant, et cetera, et cetera, about that, that might be revealing some things, okay? So you take it before the Lord, because what happens when you are baptized, it is a proclamation of belief, and even more so, even more so, it is a declaration of whose side you are on, okay? A declaration of whose side you are on. A declaration to who? Well, that's even better. We know that uh, uh, the public baptism, like that, is a declaration of belief uh, to mankind, okay, to those uh, around us. Yes, we know that. But it is a declaration 
and into the unseen realm of whose side you are on now. You are no longer a sinner. You're no longer on the side of darkness. You are now a child of the Most High God, a born-again, saved, redeemed person who is empowered by the Holy Spirit, and you are on the Lord's side. And it is a declaration within the heavenly realm of whose side you're on. And I think that's a far more powerful thing that we have missed. And I think that's one reason that we sort of have this wishy-washy attitude toward what the Scripture says about baptism. I'm going to be honest with you here, folks, okay? Just in my life, just in my observation, just in the arenas and the things that I've seen, which are what? Extremely limited. You know, one person, very, very limited, you know? I have, I have not experienced, I'll put it that way, I have not experienced the power and the presence of God moving in his fullness in the way that you see, okay, in the way that you see within Scripture among those who believe that a baptism, uh, an infant baptism is adequate, okay? If someone says, okay, you're saved, you were, you were baptized, okay, now, okay, you believe when you're 12, you can, you can rest upon that baptism you've had before, I have never seen the fullness of God moving within that. I'm not saying it doesn't occur. Okay? I don't want to be heard to be saying that. But what I basically see is a powerlessness okay, among people who say, okay, well, yeah, you can just sort of rest that. You can just do this any way you want to. I think the next part of this verse actually sort of ties into this, or the next part of the statement that Jesus is making right here. Because, folks, we sort of pick and choose what we want to believe, don't we? We really do. Listen to what Jesus says next. Okay, first he says, He who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved, but he who has disbelieved shall be condemned. And then the next two verses, which are all one sentence, is the part that people just freak out over. Okay, this is the reason I think they want to cut verses 9 through 20 out of Mark. Jesus says this, These signs will accompany those who believe. Now let's just stop right there for a second. I want to stop in the middle of the sentence. Jesus declares, he says, these signs. There's going to be signs that will accompany those who believe. And that word for signs literally means attesting miracles. Okay? In other words, these are miracles that will attest to what's happened to them. Okay? Will attest to what happened to them and attest to who the Most High God is. You, you want to know what the attesting miracles are? You want to know what the signs are? Here we go. <laughs> Jesus says, in my name. Now notice, notice the caveat. In my name. So there's going to be signs that will accompany these that believe. These that have believed and have been baptized, there's going to be signs that will be with them. Not signs that they are doing to try to attain something, but signs that will accompany. There's an entirely different thing. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak new tongues with new tongues. And the whole idea behind this is that in my name, they will cast out demons. In my name, they will speak with new tongues. Verse 18, in my name, they will pick up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, any poison, any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. 
Now, immediately, most time when you're reading this, people start going, oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. We sort of pick and choose. Yeah, well, maybe if we pray for sick people, maybe God will choose to do something. I don't know. But that whole thing of casting out demons, are you are you kidding me? Are we supposed to be doing that today? That whole thing, speaking with new tongues, are we supposed to be doing that? What's this about picking up serpents? I've heard about those snake handling churches. Aren't they crazy? <laughs> and people usually don't realize that churches that we call snake handling churches, they also drink poisons. You didn't know that, huh? We usually associate the serpent thing because where I live is where that used to be highly prevalent. It's not as prevalent now. But if you know where to look, there's still some around. Yeah. So what is going on with this passage right here? Well, we don't have time to talk about it today. (laughs) We'll talk about it in the next episode. But for right now, I want you to realize this is Jesus who's saying this all in one conversation. He's saying, what? Go into all the world. Preach the gospel. The ones who have believed and been baptized, they're going to be saved. And you know what? The ones that are saved, they're going to have signs that will accompany them. Here's what the signs are. They're going to cast out demons. They're going to speak in new tongues. If they if they pick up a serpent, if they drink a deadly poison, it's not going to hurt them. When they lay hands on the sick, they will recover. There's a lot to think about right here. And actually, folks, it's very exciting. We'll get into it next time. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much. And I'll see you then. Goodbye.